love because it's $5. I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> D fap acid fapping fapping and acid acid fapping fapping and acid fap 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 acid DJ Phil B, and I'm here to quash the rumors that I do not stick Cadbury's cream eggs up my bum. Because apparently that's, that's a big rumor going around. No, I'm just kidding. And next. Hi everyone, I'm DJ MC2, and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for coming, and to fill the room with light, airiness, and happiness, the one and only. <laughs> Marijuana. Hi, kids. I love that name. Right now, folks, we're listening to Beat Me Down by Salida, uh, number one hit from the 90s. And the reason why we're playing that is because we're interviewing her in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. She'll be calling us live from Chicago. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to House of Pride Radio. What an exciting show today. We have, uh, first up is um, a lady who has had uh, three number ones, I believe, or even more on the Billboard Club chart. Uh, she has a new song out now called Set Yourself Free, which is up to number four on Billboard Club with the Bullet. It's so exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you live from Chicago, Salida. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. How's everybody doing? Great. Hi, Salida. Hi, Salida. Hey. Salida, we have a room full of as distinguished and professional DJs, and I want to go have them introduce themselves. Go right ahead. Hi, Salida. I'm MC2. I play at some really cool clubs and a lot of street fairs and play your music all the time. You oh, make thank you dance so floors much. very happy, so grateful that you're okay. here. Okay. And I, yes. Hi, Salida. DJ Phil B. I've been playing your music since I can remember, really. And uh, you're quite an icon in the dance music scene, and I'm sure you already know that. And uh, it's an honor to uh, talk to you. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And last but not least, we have a, a local celebrity drag queen in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, baby. My name's Marijuana, and I'm a piss queen. <laughs> How you doing, baby? She's How high right doing? now. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, hanging in there, just doing my thing, you know, and everything. All is well. All is well. What does it feel like to have a, a massive comeback dance hit? Well, you know, I never really feel like I went anywhere. <laughs> you know, that, that's how I, I feel. I, I you just, never really went away. Uh-uh. Yeah, because I kept doing stuff. You know, after Star Sixty Nine days, I worked with Tracy Young on her Feroce label. Then after that, you know, before this, I was working with uh, Deeper BPM, a, a little label that started, you know, and everything in New York on, on a track with them. So I never went anywhere. I just did things. You know how, how sometimes when you don't get the um, commercialization or popularity and stuff of a track, you know, it doesn't go all over, but you're still doing what you love to do and you're still doing it in the best way you know how to do. So um, I'm grateful that the children have taken to this message so and this song so because you know all of my songs I write and they're all about my life they're all about my life or somebody I have come in contact with who have inspired me to write about something they went through or are currently going through you know and everything so I'm appreciative I'm appreciative believe me in a big way what was uh we just played before calling you beat me down what was that song based on oh my goodness beat me down lord have mercy (laughs) i don't remember what the song was based on but i do know that i was feeling when i did it back then i was feeling very james brownish you know what i mean So I do remember that, you know, and I, I, it was it really at that time, at that time in Chicago, it was a lot of good clubs out and everything. And, you know, I've always been a club kid. I started going out to clubs when I was like 15 years old and it was always about the beat, the music, the music. And that's what really that beat me down was about. Just let the, the music just beat me down, make me feel it. You know, when the, you, you know, after you've had a stressful week and dealing with people and all kind of stuff and you go out and next thing you know, the DJ plays something that really sends you there mm-hmm. and that's the song most likely that you're going to be kind of thinking of that hook or something that next week after you'd have been out partying and everything, that's what it really was all about. Just let the music and the beat just beat me down. All right, amen. You guys were spinning Salida's music, weren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, we ahead. both were. I think, well, Michael, um, I mean, the thing is, what one of the reasons why I feel like you never really went away, and apart from the fact that you have been putting music out, um, even uh, maybe, like you say, not so commercial, is you, are, you have probably become one of the most sampled um, vocalists in, in our industry. Like, every single track that you've put out um, it gets sampled over and over again by people and um, be yourself uh, dancing and prancing I mean how many tracks Michael do we play and there is somewhere in there a Salida sample yep. 
Um, I agree. Well, I actually, but you know, with me though, too, besides the samples, I still play the originals, um, the originals and like be yourself gets prime play in San Francisco almost every week. And yeah. almost all of my sets, it's one of my staples. Yeah. And I also like, um, yeah, the, um, prancing, dancing, and, prancing. And, yeah. So, oh, um, and music is the you. answer. It's just like, phenomenal. yeah, I mean, uh, music, music is the answer. There are probably three or four or five, uh, remixes mm-hmm. where they take a sample from from you, Salida, and uh, yeah. it's they sneak it in there somewhere. So you are quite a uh, a prolific um, force in our industry, I think. Well, that's why I try. That's why I write the way I do, you know. And I think what uh, you know, my, my grandmother was a you know great gospel icon in her her time and era and everything. And she always taught me what comes from the heart will reach the heart. And it's not, it's, that's why I can't do anything, um, how would I say, I'm not gonna. That I'm you're not, not feeling. Gonna, yeah, that I'm not feeling anything that's campy or anything. I wanna do something that's gonna inspire, gonna touch someone, you know. Um, I spoke to a lady today, a fan of mine, and um, her cousin had me call, you know, call her. He wanted me to tweak Twitter or whatever, and I told him, listen, I'm old school, I don't do all that, you know, so I said, give me a number and I'll call her. This lady has been through a double mastectomy, she's been through ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, and things like that, and she told me, she said, when I listen to your music, I'm just uplifted, you know. Now, somebody who has been through all of that, and yet fighting, that's why I do it. Mm. That's why I do it. You know, it's not just to make another club track, but I want it to touch somebody. You know, as whatever I'm writing about has touched my life. You know, Be Yourself, it was written years, years ago about a friend I used to work with that every time, you know, we were together, like we worked together and stuff, and he was himself. But then when other people came around, he just came came back into that closet and closed the door. And one day we were talking about something. It was so funny and we were laughing and stuff. And then he just changed on me. And I came home after work and I wrote Be Yourself because I'm like, you know, that has to be so hard for some people to not live their authentic selves, to not be who they really want to be and just tell the world, listen, this is me. Accept me or not, I'm not going to be stifled by your opinions and your homophobicness and craziness that's out there. I'm just going to be me, you know, and I will be yourself. And it sat in the drawer for years, you know, until my music career really got started. And next thing I know, Danny Teneglia, and we took it there. What so, made, can I ask, I just out of interest, how long ago did you write that and what made you... Um, remember that you'd written it and pull it out and and uh, turn it into the ma- the massive dance hit that it became um i wrote I, oh my god i wrote that back in like 94 95 mm-hmm. something like that 96 no about 96 okay 96 yeah and um i think i forgot what it was i i know that um dan we had the, the guys that i was working with at the time we were sending stuff out, you know, and then Twisted was getting started yeah. and everything. And uh, they, His name was Michael, wasn't it? Wasn't it? The guy at Twisted Records, Michael? 
um, Rob, Rob oh, Zip, Di, right. Di Stefano. Yes. Yep. Him and Danny were very close and, and everything. And Danny was coming over to his label and so forth. And um, we had sent him a tape, a cassette tape. And now, you know, that's a long time ago. A cassette <laughs> tape. And um, he heard Music is the Answer. And Music is the Answer was something that I was doing. I was seeing in a... a the guys that I was working with at the time, you know, we were trying to find a good spot in the house to record something. And so I went in and they said, let's, let's try the acoustics in the bathroom. I said, okay. So I took the mic and went in the bathroom. And so they were trying to get um, the levels. And they said, well, just sing something. And I was like, dancing, prancing, music is the answer. And it. Danny, they put that on the tape by mistake. And Danny heard that little piece. That's brilliant. And he said, that's a song. And I, next thing I know, you know, he, he wanted it, and I sat down and wrote it, you know, and everything. And see, you know, good, good music that's from the heart can come from any place. Mm-hmm. It can come from any experience, anything you do, um, yeah. any tragedy, you know. Some I think good when it comes from the heart, tragedy. it really shows. It's when you yeah. put out. It's when you put out your best work, and mm-hmm. when it re- you know, and it's really good quality because you care about right. it, and it right. it comes from inside. That's why I don't inside. put stuff out yeah, like every year or all that kind of stuff. You know, and dance music you can, but I don't do that because I want it to mean something to somebody, and I want them to say, uh, I don't want them to say, oh God, that's just another Salida record. I want them to listen to something that I have been through, you know, and that may that I may have a testimony within it that they may not even know, but may touch them because it reaches whatever they're going through or have been through and makes them feel good about it. How did you, how did you come to uh, work with the guys in Houston with Dirty Disco? Oh, um, did they contact you? I was, I had dealt with uh, another situation that didn't turn out too good. Right. And, um, my manager, Troy Bronstein, who's one of the best managers in the world, we've been together this year uh, 13 years. Wow. And um, he was friends with them and everything. And he said, well, listen, I have these guys um, in Houston, and, and, you know, and they want to do something with you, you know. Um, I don't know if their sound is your sound, you know. And I told him, he said, because they're more into remixing and remastering the classics. And they're a disco-type sound. And I said, told him, I said, well, listen, I'm ready for something new. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've done the whole, you know, underground thing, the whole uh, deep thing and all that kind of stuff. I said, I'm ready for something new. And um, I sent them something I had did a couple of years earlier and everything. And like I said, the song Set Yourself Free, I wrote that about five or six years ago. And I wrote that because I was going through a struggle with alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. You know, because in this business, it, it can be so hard. Mm-hmm. And you get twists and turns you never see coming. And sometimes you self-medicate, you know, and everything. And I was going through a thing with alcohol and so forth. And I just sat down and wrote a thing, uh, something set yourself free. And I worked on it for a little while. And then I just threw it in my little desk of songs. And um, they sent me some music. My manager connected us. They sent me some music. And I was going through some um, the music in that stuff. And I said, you know what? It's time to give this, this to the world. 
I come love and it. tell them, you know, to set themselves free. And we, I felt it was so pro- prolific because look at what we're going through with our government. And stuff, yeah. You know? And then no matter what we're going through, we can set ourselves free from craziness. Well, we need set to do that to survive, free. I think. Oh, yes. Yes. Set you know, yourself so, free, by the way, is up, folks. Uh, I think it's four notches notches this week to number four on the Billboard Club uh, Club Play. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. So much. I Mike, are you Love playing it. that at, o- at Oasis? Yeah. Oh. No, are you no. are you a Billboard reporter, Mike? I'm not a Billboard reporter. You uh, are, Phil. I am. Yeah, they need Phil's a Billboard they, reporter. They need to get rid of me and put you on, no. Mike. <laughs> I play everything. I, I love. I, you know, one thing I love exposing new music. And, yeah. And and when I'm really excited about something, you know, I play it and I, and it, and it's about putting it, not just throwing things out at them, but I want things to maximize the greatest potential. So I always sandwich things. So yeah. like your tracks, you know, and, and new tracks get the maximum exposure and, and still keep a full dance floor. That, that's what it's about. And so it's just fun to see them like with their hands up with yeah. something that's new and fresh. And, and I think that's the art of DJing. If you can break a new record and still keep the dance floor packed and in San Francisco, it's a very uh, welcoming place to do that. They're that very is. open to new music. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we need to talk to Billboard to try and get you added to the panel. I would love the, that. Oh my God, I love, I, I'm always on my, my page um, writing reviews of like my favorite new track. And, oh yeah, we'll put, we'll put together a resume and we'll get it in to, uh, right. now, to Billboard. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I want to add with your music and the reason why I play it, I think, well, two things. I think you have such a strong, powerful voice that just transcends the music and it, it soars way over the dance productions where a lot of other artists, their voices get lost in the mix. Your, your voice just really soars through it and your messages um, really resonate to the crowds I play. Like, Be Yourself is so timeless and I play to a lot of gay... Um, events and like, like at um, Castro Street Fair and Folsom and Pride and things and and the reason why I play that is that I think it's so timeless and it's such a positive message to like um, people from my you know this community you know everywhere and it speaks to every generation and and that's the other thing I want to say is that your songs because I think they come from the soul and from the heart is that they remain timeless so they don't Mm -hmm. date where a lot of other people that try to say copy you and copy other people sound dated they sound like they're from the 90s or they sound like early 2000s but your music sounds as fresh and current um, today as it was when it was made back when you made some of these tracks so much I try thank you so much yeah it's a, it's a great achievement to be able to do that to do a song that's well, so comes, clean and sophisticated you know um it comes from i sang you know i started singing as a little bit of kid and the music side of me comes from my mother and my grandmother and as i said my my grandmother was a gospel artist and a, what was her uh, name hon teacher uh her name was beatrice best and she, you know, kind of, matter of fact, she kind of went on the road with Mahalia Jackson for a minute. And my wow. grandfather came and got her and told her, bring your ass home and, and take care of these kids. <laughs> you know, but she was a gospelist in her own right, you know. And my mother, if you heard my mother sing, you saw Dinah Washington was in the room. And you know? you, this, your mother and grandmother were gospel singers, did you say? Yes. Yes. And did you yes. did you sing gospel in your oh, earlier days yes. or? Oh my goodness, yes. I started singing gospel at church when I was about, I'll say about six, seven years old. 
Wow. And my voice was so strong that they took me out of the little children's choir and had me sing with the grown-ups because they was like, where her voice is over all of these little kids. You can't hear them, but... <laughs> You wow. know, once I opened my mouth, that was it. They, they you moved know, you back so. a few seats. The power. <laughs> the power. <laughs> okay. So I sang gospel up until the age of, like, my early 20s. And then, you know, I, I left the church for a while and moved uh, north and got into the nightlife scene and started doing, like, uh, talent shows up here and things like that and so forth. And after a while, they wouldn't let me do the talent shows anymore because the other girls would be pantomiming and I would be singing, and I would win all the time, and they told me it wasn't fair to them. (laughs) It was a slam dunk. (laughs) Yeah, so that was it until, like, uh, my mid to late 20s, um, I met a guy who was, uh, we were going out to one of the clubs here in Chicago at the time, and I was in the bathroom getting ready, and I'm just in there singing, and, you know, the music was on and everything. And a week later, he said, I didn't know you could sing. He said, can you write? I said, well, I write a little bit, you know, and stuff. I said, it's all for my personal stuff. And that's what brought me forward. And from there, it was like, you know, a few bumps in the road, but next thing I know, Rob Stefano heard me. And like I said, on that cassette tape, and... That's when things started. I mean, I didn't. I only wanted to make one little record to prove I could do it, because I've always been a club kid, especially with the house music sound here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always at one of Frankie Knuckles' clubs mm-hmm. or at one of his events oh, or something. Frankie, or, or Chippy, all of them. And um, you know, once once I made that one little little track, get it together. That was it. Everything you know. And then when Music Is the Answer came out. It took my life in a whole different direction, you know, that at really, honestly, I was not ready for, you know, and so forth. But I'm grateful and I'm thankful for it because it wouldn't have led me, had I not made the decision to go forth, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that is touching people. Salita, hun, um, we, uh, we have a, a text coming in live uh, from a fan who asks, um, are you, will you be performing anywhere soon and, and where? Well, right now we're still working on trying to get, you know, dates together and things like that and so forth. So as soon as I know, I will post it on Facebook and my manager will be posting and everything. So I will let them know. Right now there's some things in the works, but you know how it is. You mm-hmm. know, people don't want you to talk about it <laughs> until, especially in this business, mm-hmm. until it's set. You don't want you to know, jinx it. Yeah, well, it's been a, a it's been fabulous talking to you today, and um, we would love to have you back uh, from time to time, anytime you want. As a matter of fact, uh, come visit us here at House of Pride Radio. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Love you guys so much. Thank we love you, you too, Selena. I love Tweaker Turner's mix. Believe me, when I heard yeah. it, it was like I never did like a traditional. Never heard myself do traditional, just house, laid back house. And when I heard her mix, I was like, "You better go on, baby. You turn it <laughs> Thank you. That's so flattering. I mean, wow, blows me away. That thank you for that compliment. I want to go out though with um, another mix from Matt Consola in Division Four, uh, which I really like. Um, do you know that one? Yes, I have it. 
I have it in my collection. <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, all right now, take it there, children. Take it there. So we're going to go out with that. Again, uh, it's uh, Dirty Disco featuring Salita. Set yourself free. Folks, you can go right now to iTunes, uh, sample it, download it, or any major distribution site. Go ahead and support your local artists. Salita is with us today. She'll be joining us in the future. We're going to go out with Set Yourself Free. Everyone say goodbye to the wonderful, fantastic Salita. Bye, darling. Bye, Salida. Bye, Salida. I love you much, baby. Love you, guys. Love, love you, you too, honey. Bye, bye. Live House of Pride Radio. Uh, you guys can keep on talking while well, I feel free. Do you guys feel free after that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Conversation yeah. with I feel like I can be myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I hope get... you are by now, honey. I right. know, right? <laughs> I sense that you're a very hung up individual. I'm just hung. Like, I'm trying to. I am. Trying hung. To well, he's, I've seen a picture of you. Hung. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
on you. Mary, how are you? How I'm are you just feeling? Sandy. I'm stoned as a cow. What about you, dear? <laughs> I'm sober as a Crow? frog. Frog. Yeah, okay. Well, the French aren't known for being very sober, though. So, oh, give me some. Give me an hour. <laughs> I have to say, Tweaker looks fabulous. Yes, I, I think this Tweaker. is the first time I've seen you in drag. Tweaker looks like, and I mean this. I gotta hire somebody. To do I'm, my no, no, no. It's fabulous. I'm, I mean this in a good way. Okay, I'm a huge Dusty Springfield fan, mm. and Tweaker looks very Dusty Springfield on an appearance on Ryan and Martin's Laughing. Can you describe it for the children at home? <laughs> it's like, um, it's, it's like psychedelic. Yeah, it's Goldie. It's a little bit Goldie Horn. Yeah, like yeah. early Goldie yeah. Horn. Yeah. Suck it to me. Yeah, well, I love it. It's uh, the reason why. That's what I thought. I have yeah. to uh, right after this show. I have to run to um, Q Bar and DJ with Sergio. Oh, oh for, for their Mojo party, which is that like. So this is Motown, your theme, soul, okay. okay? So this is a theme, and I'm looking forward to, to getting into that music. In fact, our next guest, Phil and Mike and Marijuana, yes. um, is probably somebody I would play at that party. Uh, it's um, she will be calling her soon. It's Sarah Dash. I know Mike's a fan, and she is part of that famous group called La Belle. La Belle, and. Uh, um, while we're getting her on the phone, let's play that one of their biggest hits. Or I, I, I'm going to just say their. Avec moi, me, me, Cesar, yeah, uh huh, Lady Marmalade, yeah. Lady Marmalade, yes. Uh, here goes. We'll be right back with Sarah Dash live, and she has a lot to tell us. Don't go anywhere, folks. couldn't cut off the song quite yet you can't you can't cut off in (laughs) that sustain you cannot (laughs) what a treat it is to have live on house of pride radio with us today guys uh the one and only music royalty as dj mc2 would would call her miss sarah dash hello are you with us yes i am how are you guys i'm doing great this is tweaker let me go around the room we have um um, DJs who are residencies at uh, San Francisco's top clubs. Uh, let's start with you. Phil. Hi, Sarah. I'm Phil B. And we've all been practicing our one <laughs> sentence of French that we know, which is, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? <laughs> it's a nice 
nice short note, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we, we, uh, you tell us which one you like the best, Sarah. I, my vote is going to go to Phil. That was done with an uh, English accent because you're from England, aren't you? I am a, a West <laughs> London boy, also oh, known right. as a slag. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was my best attempt at French. It's the only French I know. I can't even get through that phase. I, I, have no, I can only get through voulez-vous, that's it. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? I don't know. It was all melodic to me. I was just like going. <laughs> but next, uh, uh, DJ Residency at Oasis, one of the top clubs in San Francisco. Okay. Hi, Sarah. Give us your voulez-vous. Uh, all, uh, all I can do is voulez-vous say what? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh blas- blasphemous, blasphemous. No, but I love you so much. Thank you, Mary. So much. Okay, Thank what? You. Okay, let's try this. Mm, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Oh, that wins. Oh, all right, that was good. That, 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 was, that was marijuana. She's a hey, local baby. drag queen. Oh, yeah, they yeah. scraped me out of the gutter and threw me in the chair. Yeah, that was um, that was pure dirt. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, marijuana. I will say. Yeah, that was. He, yeah, you quite butch when you want to be. Huh? Very cunning linguist. Well, let's hear it from the real deal, Sarah. Would you mind doing that face for us and make well, us happy? Yeah. All right. There it is. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen, from the source. I love it. <laughs> well, welcome yes. back, welcome back, Sarah. It's so great to have you again. Um, and I, I love doing your show. Thank you for having me. Well, it's so exciting for us because uh, we have a lot to talk about. You have a live show coming up this Friday in New York City at Joe's Pub. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's all about? What that's going to be? Yes, Joe's Pub is a place that um, a lot of uh, performers play and. It's part of uh, the uh, theater down there on Lafayette Street in uh, Lower uh, Lower Manhattan. And um, it, the show is going to be early. It's a 7 o'clock show uh, because we know most of you want to get out of town, so you go visit your mama this oh. weekend. But the show is it's a partial part of my one-woman show. Um, I'm billed as someone who sings R&B, rock, soul, blues, and jazz. Um, My whole show encompasses all those genres of music. So it's going to be a hot show. I also have a guest coming, and we're going to do a duet, a cover song. Um, And just to give you all a hint, it's an urban and Underwood duet. So you know there's a male, but that's going to be on stage with me. Mm. And I have sensational musicians. They're just great. I have also a female music director by the name of Tracy Stark, and we have Sean, we have David, and we have... um, Samuel, I mean, we have great musicians. Yes, shout out to your band members. Now, a live band takes the whole experience for the audience to a, a higher level, I think. How, I think how so, exciting. Yeah. It takes it to another level, and you have a lot more freedom when you have a live band. Because, say, for instance, if there's someone in the audience and you say, oh, I'll call them up on stage, you have the ability to restart the, the, the stanza again, you know, mm-hmm. to go to hold it for eight bars or let's lay on this for 16 or do a four-bar count and let's come back in again. And then you have the ability of interaction of other, um, you know, from what they feel from other musicians who are on the stage with you. 
it's, I, I find it very exciting to work with the band. I don't mind doing tracks. It's not, um, it's not a negative thing in my life because doing mm-hmm. track dates have been very fruitful for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but having live musicians, you know, say, for instance, when I'm doing Center Man and, I, and I'm doing that live, if I want to extend the breakdown, you know, when the voices are just going, holding me, touching me, cinnamon, you know, cinnamon. So you can hold that for an extra eight bars if the audience is into it, you know. So, you know, I, I and I love the live thing. If you want to do a solo, say, if you feel in the middle of a song, well, maybe I'll get the guitar player solo or the keyboard player. And it just is so enhanced. It's an enhancement to your ability to further stretch your your live singing. You know. Mm-hmm. Will you be covering uh, all uh, most of the hits you had with LaBelle? I'm going to do a LaBelle medley, uh, which consists of "What Can I Do for You," "You Turn Me On," "Hollywood," where I actually play all the all Patty and Nona's character on stage and uh, isn't it a shame and what can I do for you it's all into a medley it's about awesome. a minute medley mm-hmm. and um, I'm also doing some some jazz music I'm doing a, a lot of blues and um, and I'm doing some message stuff as well um, it's time for us to have a message to the people. And, and when they come to see me on Friday, not only will they think about my history or, you know, the songs that I'm singing, but I also want them to know that I'm in touch with what's going on within our society today. And the only way we can get past this is to be aware on a within our own spirit. Mm-hmm. We have to be truthful to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it says, there's a saying that says, you know, if there is going to be peace in the world, let it begin with me. Yeah. And that is, a, that, that, to me, that's very powerful. We may seem hopeless at times, but that's only a passing moment, and it's only a lesson. Um, you know, you have a test, you go through a test to have a testimony. And it really is um, important for me in my show to have that moment with my audience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one of those songs that is a message for them is my song, I'm Still Here. You know, I've been down the road of broken dreams, and people call me weak. But somehow I got back on my feet, overlooking my fears. I survived through the worst of times. So take a look at me now, because yeah. I'm still here. That's right. And let's actually have a, a listen to that song. Sarah, don't go anywhere. We're just going to okay. sample I'm Still Here by Sarah Dash. Broken dreams 
Sarah Dash is still here, giving yes. love and music to the world. Yes. We love that you're still here. For real. You know, and I wouldn't have anything to do, I couldn't do anything about it. Like, when I say, you know, I'm still here, and, you know, recognizing the place that you have a presence in the space and time, you're here, you know, so what are you going to do about being here? It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, did your parents instill your spirituality in you, or is it something you've picked up uh, later in life? I was raised by, I had church-going parents, Pentecostal. Uh, my father was a pastor, and my mom oh. was a nurse. Mm. But I grew up in a Christian home. We had, growing up, we had six o'clock prayer in the morning. As we got older and, and went out, you know, into what they call the world, but uh, I knew about the spiritual side of life, but I didn't really embrace it until in my late 20s, I would say 30s. Around began, the time Cinnamon came out? Uh, about the time, you're so kind. About the time, <laughs> yes. About the time, I began to realize that there, I, I had so many things. I missed being on a plane that crashed, you know. Oh, you had a close call with the wow. plane crash? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oof. I only only person on that plane that lived was a baby. Oh, and, oh my God. Uh, yeah, and then there was times when I've had uh, blood clots in both lungs, um, and I knew something was wrong, and I just didn't know what it was, and I called the driver that usually drives me, and I said, um, could you get me to the hospital, and he did and once I got there the doctor said had you waited another hour we would have had a different story so those things you know it's like listening to that inner voice and you begin to grow and that started happening to me Um, you know I had um, close calls with business deals and there were people who were not so kind to me I had someone call my record label and tell them a bunch of lies and it almost destroyed my career um it in fact it slowed it down and but during that time when that slowed down i be i started studying anyway i started going back to school um this was you know early right around um the time of center man i was still going to school but someone called someone who was supposed to be a friend of mine called my label <clears throat> and told them the most unbelievable lies about me. And it was so shocking because <clears throat> the owner of the company, which was Don Kirshner, he said, you have to watch who you're around and who you call your friends. They were so jealous and so hard-hearted about me having a deal. So, you know, when I heard, when. Don, and to this day, I've never approached them about it, mm-hmm. and they don't even know that I know about it. 
they're hearing it now for the first time. Is there? Well, I hope time. it wasn't Patty. Not, <laughs> and, Aretha Franklin. And, um, no. Excuse me. We. I, I say I hope it wasn't Nona or Patty that backstabbed you. No. Um, you hope it wasn't Nona or Patty. I don't think they could be that mean. No, no I, I'm totally joking. You guys. Another thing that resonates through your career is longevity, and I can't think of many girl groups who have stayed together as long as the three of you. We stay together. We have. We have uh, we have our separate careers, and we still manage to do things together. That's cool. Um, we're still in business together. What's left of it, and you know, all that hasn't been taken from us. And, <laughs> but we are one of uh, one of the few female groups who have sung together for many years. We have our individual careers, and they're all so different but yet similar, and the similarity is that we sing. And that is a priority in all three of our lives as we travel on our solo journeys. Um, I don't know of any other female group who has come together and split up and, you know, were active as active as Nona, Patty, and myself. You I know? don't either, really. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of anyone? What do you guys think? No, I, I, I can't. Think I think you guys either. are the cream of the crop. Yeah. Most... Most they go their own ways and they uh, they don't even talk anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. That's true. And so there's something to be said for that if you still remain friends and if you still have that common thread. Yes, I have Thanksgiving dinner with Patty just about every year when she's hosting it. That's oh. fabulous. I hope that she brings her pies. Oh, have you been forced to eat a slice of Not her pie? Not forced. <laughs> have you have you been lucky enough to eat oh, one? Is it good? I've never had. A- what? have what her pie her sweet yes, potato pie because we were all like crazy about <laughs> well this this past thanksgiving she gave each one of us a pie and a cobbler to take home oh I cobblers love i love it I, and are they are they really as good as everybody says uh, you know i i had i made the mistake of just taking it out of the box i thought i didn't have to put it in the oven and one of my friends said you can't eat that that's all but you put it in the oven <laughs> yeah. and you put some um, whipped cream mm-hmm. or you make your own, you know, cream with, you know, uh, or some ice cream over it. Yeah. It's very, very good. It's very good. I um, love it. And now, it's, mm-hmm. it's so enriching as is that you can taste it for the next day. <laughs> I'll take 10, please. <laughs> if Sarah Dash came out with a, a pie, what, what fruit would you use? I would come out with an apple pie or a blueberry pie. All right. I'm yeah, down with both like, of those. Yeah, that's a good choice. Blueberry yes, and, 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 and Yes, and um, you know, I, I, I'm sort of bordering. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it because I'm always asked to do a lot of things. Is to also put out a cookbook. I have sort of like a home, down home kind of recipes that people, you know, that I cook and people always I put my little special little herbs in it, and it's very healthy, very little salt. You know, it involves pork and beef, you know, chicken and turkey. And um, those are the four meals that people often ask me to make, you know, for them. Or, you know, if, I'm coming, if they're coming to dinner, please make the turkey, please, you know, do the roast pork. So, I, you know, I love cooking as well. You know, I love to cook a pot of greens, you know, mixed greens and 
feel like a down home kind. Of when am I invited? Yeah, to my, I know my stomach is growling <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Are you getting hungry? Yes. yes. And I already, I've already eaten dinner, but I'm now I'm hungry again. I come to, when I come to San Francisco, I don't know when I'm going to get there, but I'm definitely going to make sure I have an apartment or a, a suite that I can cook. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All we'll right. Bring, we'll bring dessert. Yeah. Uh, so, Michael, you're a big fan of uh, LaBelle I, and Sarah Dasha. Do you have any questions for her? Well, I had a question um, regarding your Megatone period, and I was just wondering, how did that all come about? Megatone, I was introduced to Megatone through Sylvester. <gasps> oh, that's nice. Yes, Sylvester was the one who brought me to Megatone. Wow. And Marty Blackman... Um, was very, very nice to um, accept me on the label. Um, it was short-lived because, you know, things were going on. But I, that was one of those times when Sylvester sang Lucky Tonight. Uh. We sang the background on that song. I didn't get to meet Patrick, but I, um, in fact, it was kind of sad because, you know, he knew I was coming, but he never got to meet, and he never got to finish the album that he would have written for me. Is this Patrick Cowley? No. Patrick Cowley. Yeah, he's one of the I, reasons I why I became a DJ. Patrick Cowley. Say that again? Pa- Patrick Cowley's was the inspiration why I became a DJ. Really? Yeah. He was my idol. Yeah. I mean, I... Oh. As a, yeah, young yeah. Growing DJ up and hearing his remixes and his productions, oh, I was just... Phenomenal. He was just great, if, you know? And Jeannie Tracy was, you know, on some of the stuff that we did. Yeah. I was just speaking to Jeannie last week, actually. She's such a sweetheart. She's so lovely. Yeah, she's very nice. Yeah. But, you know, um, singing and and cooking and all of these things, all part of art. And, you know, it's like when I say soul food, you know, they relate to that as black cooking. But even there are... Soul food, Italians and Irish people, and I love all types of food. You know, you can look at me and see that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Same here, actually. (laughs) Yes, and and, you know, it is a spiritual thing to be able to put some food and herbs and and, and root vegetables together and have them, mm-hmm. you know. And, I think Mary, my co-host yeah. Mary knows about that. I'm here for that, honey. I think cooking <laughs> is very spiritual. It's like a healing experience and it's good for it your is. body. And food and music bring people together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we need yes. that We need that now more than any time, yeah, any other do. time. We, like, we have a time where we have the father of our country at this time uh, needs prayer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> to say the I, least. Yes, I agree. I was listening to um, uh, LaBelle, one of your hits, uh, the follow-up to um, uh, Lady Mambala. What can I, what can I do for you? Right? Is that what it's called? Yes. What can I do for you? People need truth or nothing at all. I know. It struck me. Wow. How pertinent for mm-hmm. today's climate. Well, there's there's things that have been lost. If you think about it, empathy common sense and understanding your fellow human being mm-hmm. people have have lost because i mean you know we can decide you know yeah. texting we, we can decide what happens to us and how we can make it happen mm. but what do we do with what we have mm. do we stand by the sidelines and be silent you know 
because we don't think it could happen to us. Right. We're mm. here. We don't know how or what executive order may come down to mm. even separate us as a people who are already American citizens. Mm. You know, when you start, when you're the father of a country, you are supposed to take care of the citizens or your children. And mm. you are to care for them. You make sure that, you know, you take care of the poor as well as the rich. You know, because, you know, I'm going to go biblical here. The Bible tells us, you know, how you treat the least of them is how you honor me. So mm. if they're not looking at the ones, the needy ones, you know, then they have no belief in a higher power. Mm -hmm. There's no existence of spiritual life in them. Because, yeah. you know, you do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. You treat your neighbor as you want you, as you would like to be treated. You there's know. a there's a uh, I think it's Ezekiel Ezekiel is that how you say it that, uh, in the Bible and there's yeah. this uh, uh, Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel and uh, I will tear out your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Hey, yeah. Jesus was a socialist. Yeah, and I'm telling you now that is like what so. What feel? You're, that, you're no, spiritual. I'm, well, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Come on, quote I'm Bible verse. I'm not hugely religious, but I was brought up Christian, and we mm. did go to Sunday school. Uh, growing up yeah. and we went to church and stuff and I believe I do believe in spirituality but that uh, chapter or that paragraph in Ezekiel is so prominent today I will, yes, te I will tear out your heart of stone and give you a heart yes. of flesh you know flesh the flesh is the spirit is willing Mm -hmm. but the flesh is weak. Right. I've said that you on know? a few occasions. I've heard yeah. that. Not, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. There's. A, I mean... <laughs> you mean like last night. Uh -huh. whether, you're, whether you're religious or not, there are parts of it that really do make sense on uh, in human behavior, I think. <laughs> well, you know, when you read the book <laughs> of Father... No, Mary Wan is turning red. That Bible, that book. And then you have David in Psalms. You know, the Psalms are, are, are something to rejoice about. And it tells us not, you know, like Psalm, Psalm 37 starts out, you know, fret not thyself because of evildoers, nor be afraid, you know? So these, these are things that, that's, a, that's why the Bible is the best-selling book all over the world. It's the number one-selling book. It may not be on the New York Times, but it's the number one-selling mm -hmm. book. It's in everyone's home somewhere. Yeah, it is. Maybe... Yes. Maybe you know, not Mary's. Um, and I think with this leadership, you're going to find more people sitting down and meditating and talking to a higher, a higher spirit, you know? Yeah. We're going to find that. Well, we, just talk to each other instead of texting each other. For we real. need help. Yes, like a tangible sense of community. To pay attention to our ability to communicate. Yeah, we do. That, that is very, very important. Yeah, I agree. Well, Sarah, your energy is... You're like, sort of like, when I think of you, like you're a light and you draw people closer to you in a positive way. Yeah. And um, we need more people like you. Thank you for ministering to us today a little bit. Well, you're welcome. I, 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 it's so part of where I see society. It's, you know, there's something inside of me that really wants people to come together, have peace, experience love for one another it's very important to me you mm -hmm. know i mean when i look out into the audience and i see the people who come to see me you know 
I hope that I bring take that love up and push it out into them when I'm singing, you know, uh, my final song. Uh, you know, you've you've got to be carefully taught. You know. Yeah. That um that would actually go good just before Cinnamon, I think. <laughs> and folks, from one heart, to folks another. can get a taste of that this Friday night in New York City at Joe's Pub. If you want to see the show, we're going to have a ball. And I'm also, um, you know, for the first time in a long while, I'll be selling my merch. I have special T-shirts made and fragrance lines. I have um, CDs. Um, and the fragrance, by the way, is for both men and women. And I have a skincare line that I'll be introducing to my audience um, when I'm there. So not only are you going to get great music, you have opportunity to take a part of what I'm presenting in my merchandising line now. You should have feather boas too, like yes. the Sarah, Sarah Dash line of feather boas. Luxurious ostrich. <laughs> I'll take one of line. those, please, in black. Well, what do you mean you take? Well, you'll take ten. I know you. Yeah, you'll take ten, one of every color. Yeah. Okay. Where can folks go to? Um, do you have a website that they can go in and purchase stuff as well? Well, we haven't put my merchandise on my website, but if you choose to visit there, it's saradash.net. And um, I'm also on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter. I think I've covered all of the social all media. All the major, you, yes. You can find me there. You're good. And, um, <laughs> when I have a t- time, sometimes you'll find me on Twitter at four in the morning when I wake up to get my glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so interesting to see how many people are tweeting at that hour. Yeah. I yeah, it's a real deal. Yeah, yeah, never but anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. so go, yeah. folks listening to us, go check out all uh, Sarah Dash's website. Uh, message her. I feel like you respond to your fans. I do. I really do respond. Um, I have. I, I guess I'm one of the people who, not afraid of a stalker or anything I don't I don't bring that into my consciousness and I very rarely ever have a problem Great. with anyone that I respond to and it's so funny when they go is this really the Sarah Dash I'm not going to FaceTime you but I will give you enough information for you to know that it's me <laughs> oh girl <laughs> yes. um, awesome and folks again if you're in New York City and you are there still tickets available, sir? Joe's Pub. There are still some seats available. They're going fast. Um, my audience always buys at the last minute, but you can't always count on them being there. But a great deal of the tickets are going and have gone, and they're going. Uh, come anyway. We'll find space for you. You could, We'll put some stools alongside the walls. But uh, do come out. It's, it's so important for me see my audience, not just on Facebook or Twitter or the other places where I communicate, but if you're in New York, please come out and see me, and um, you won't regret it. It's going to be a wonderful moment in time of music. Yes, it will. Sarah Dash, thank you so much for joining us today on House of Pride Radio. We love having you, and anytime you want to come in and update us on your ongoings, you are more than welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I always get to talk about so many different things here. But I, what I truly love about you and the DJs who are there tonight, 
that you all are so spiritual, you don't even know it. Oh. And it's so nice to hear someone know about love and peace and mm-hmm. coming together. And I love you all. Whenever you're in New York, please, please let me know you're there. Okay. Yeah. We will. Okay. You shouldn't have said that because they will take yep. you up on it. Coming over tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. All right. Love you, Sarah. All right, everyone, all right. say goodbye to the legendary Sarah Dash. Blessings, darling. Right. I love you all. Love, love you, you too, too, honey. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll be right back, folks. Let's have a listen to Cineman. Yeah. likes the song he's always on his knees i'm all, always oh, please like t- they tell him something they don't know <laughs> wow what a show today uh we you know it's a very well, i feel like we're at church here uh well, very That's religious uh, not religious but spiritual, spiritual singers uh sarah dash and um salida from chicago yeah she was um, magical and now yeah. from uh, i believe it's atlanta it's the one and only miss kim sims are you with us Yes, I am. Hello. Mrs. Miss Sims. It's Austin Powers here. No, it's not (laughs) Austin Powers. But we do have uh, um, distinguished DJs with us. Uh, Go right ahead. Oh, she knows who I am. I'm I'm DJ Swag. Hey, DJ Swag. Phil B. I love it. I, I did you did you like that on the Facebook when I said I don't mean I wasn't calling you a slag. I meant me. Fucked. <laughs> no, 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 and I knew it. That was okay. It was all good. I slagged everybody. 
She, oh, girl. Yeah, she said that she's a slide sometimes. Okay. It was epic. It was epic. I see you. And from the, uh, I think it was voted number one club in San Francisco, the Oasis venue, we have. Hi, Kim. This is DJ MC2. Hey, Hi. how you doing? Great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. So Kim has called us uh, for a shout out today because um, lots going on in your world, isn't there? With your new, yes. she. Yes, uh, tell us a little about the new song. It's called. I know, I'll tell. I'll say what it's titled. Turn it up. Yes, turn it up. Well, you know, once again, I um, Thomas Arambula, my my dear friend. And he wrote another song and um, asked me to to uh, sing it. And you know, he he told me what he wanted, and he's like, "Kim, turn it up." It's just you know, it seems like everybody wants to get turned, get, you know, get turned up. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the you know, that's the uh, thing of the day. So he says, um, I've, "You know, I've written this, and I'd like for you to to do it." And um, we did. And Leo Frappier, he uh, produced it. And I'm telling you, it's. It's just a magnificent song. I'm, I'm proud of it, the original. And then I've got like a gazillion remixes. <laughs> I think there's 13. I listened to most 13, of them. Yeah. Is yeah, it really? They're, they're amazing. I love it. They're amazing remixes. Um, but I want to let yes. folks know, Kim, that the original mix and one of Leo's remixes are already yes. available for mass consumption on all the digital outlets like iTunes yes. and and uh absolutely mm-hmm. it's a great the, tune congratulations i think you're gonna have a really big you. hit with it thank you i you know i i'm praying that it does just what you know it's supposed to do and i you know i feel good about it i feel strong about just the, the um the the heat that it's getting and, mm-hmm. and everybody seems to be you know really really excited so we're keeping our fingers crossed and everything else crossed that we can cross. <laughs> when does the EP drop, Kim? Well, I want to say early part of June. Um, we're trying to get it. I, I'd like to. I really wanted to get it out by the end of the month of this month, but I'm thinking it's going to probably be more into the first or second week of June, but no later than that. Awesome. Not too. Not too far away, folks. No, no. Coming, I mean, coming around coming, the corner. Coming, coming, I'm does fine. Yeah, right around the corner and. Um, it tweaks it. Your remix is just slamming. I mean, it's it's just really, really. It just feels right. You know, I can only say that. I just I feel good about it, and um, I just I, every every remix that um, I've heard and that I've received, I've just been excited about. You know, it's like oh my god. You know, there's yeah. all, there's something different and good about all of them. And Paul Goodyear. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Leo started it out, and then he put a he's got a remix. Uh, did a, a remix to it and it's just great I mean it's just one after the other after the other it's so a I'm strong gonna... package it is it really we is love a strong package. package oh yeah yes, yes. yes we do. can never no, get enough of it it's imperative a full package it is imperative mm-hmm. we always have a strong package mm-hmm. good mean. <laughs> are they keeping you busy this summer Kim with uh, tour dates oh wow yes and it's just been so wonderful i have to give you know give love to the children yeah. and i mean my queens have just been just been so good to me and i I'm, I'm working a little bit more and it's it's really working out just great patrick gallino who's um yeah hey oh, patrick we love him yes you know patrick has just been um taking me on his journeys with him so i've been doing that and um looks like the the rest of the um of this month and next month and through the summer i'm going to 
going to be doing my thing. So I'm excited. How magical. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, we were just, we spoke to Salida at around six o'clock uh, earlier in the yeah. show. She's from Chicago too. You lived there for some time. Did your, well, you know, I was mm-hmm. born and raised in Chicago. I was born oh. and raised on Did the Did your okay. professional paths cross yeah. from time to time in the 90s? You know what? That's, it's interesting because I don't remember our past ever crossing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's weird because I know she's, you know, she's been around for a while, and um, but no, we never, we never, um, but maybe now that yeah. you know she's got, yeah, she's got doing great and, and the remixes and all that, you know, everybody's dirty disco, everybody, Tweak, everybody. Yeah, there's a common tangent because uh, Dirty Disco is one of your remixes on Turn It Up, and yes, they yes, they released yes. uh, on their label the Leader project. So who who uh, knows, okay. you know, things yeah. come around like that. You know what? I think. I think it's probably, you know, it's all divine in divine order, I would like mm-hmm. to say, you know what I mean? And I think everybody is kind of circling around the same synergy, if you will. And I just, it feels good, man. It feels really great. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, we're all super excited. We're going to let you go. But before we do that, we're going to go out with the uh, track that's available now on iTunes where I purchased it today, ladies and gentlemen. Go right there now. And, yes, and, and download your copy. It's a Turn It Up by Kim Sims, a new project, Phil. And I'm coming to see you, Kim, in Atlanta, <laughs> June 19th. Are you going to be here June 19th? I'm DJing, the peach, I'm DJing the peach Party, so you're on my guest list, hon. Oh, absolutely. I will be there. I would love it. I'd love to have you over to my home. How long are you going to be here? For the weekend. Okay, well, we'll let's talk. Let's Barbecue. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk. <laughs> Barbecue at Ain't No Man in the World's house. Honey, we will barbecue and Ain't No Man in the World. That's right. I love it. And listen, I want to just give a shout out to LP Vargas. He, you know, he's helped yeah. me get this whole thing on going, and he's not feeling well tonight. So I just want to mm-hmm. say hi, and I love him. We Hello, love LP. We love Get too. well soon, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to turn it up right now with your latest okay. entitled Turn It Up, Kim Sims. Mm-hmm. Everyone, let's have a nice uh, round of applause for this love music you. Love you, Kim. Come on, Kim. Bye, honey. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. so very much. Yeah. Turn it up. Just a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Did you come to party?
right, that's Turn It Up by Kim Sims. Available now, the uh, the original mix and one of Leo Frappier's mix on iTunes, all major distribution sites. The EP is dropping next month. I'm super excited. Hope you guys are too. I am. It's a great track. A you track. know what else I'm super excited about, Phil, Mike, and marijuana? Yes, darling, what you excited about? <laughs> I'm excited about our next guest. This is huge, okay, because um, they're touring right now and it's one. It's a girl group. Uh, here's a surprise from back in the day. They had a massive hit. They need no introduction. All I need to do is play one of their biggest hits right now, and you'll know who I'm talking about. Yes. Oh. That gives me a boner. <laughs> Don't look. Nice. He's We've right. all seen it, Phil. We've all seen oh, it. Yeah, everyone's seen it. It's like at the end stores on the light wall. All right, we're going to play more of that classic, considered by most one of the best examples of freestyle of all when time. Is, when is that? Is it like 86? We're going to find out now because we have one of the original singers from Company B live with us, I believe from Miami, the one and only Susan Maria Gonzalez. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. How are you doing tonight? Hello. <laughs> we're doing fine. How are you? We um, are so happy to have you with us. Well, you know, um, most <clears throat> gay drag queen hosts love girl groups. <laughs> and <laughs> time it doesn't. And much. one with platinum blonde wigs in particular. And I, I must say, I've always favored your wig the best because because it had the extra tail on the end. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Whose decision was that? <laughs> was that yours? Did you sneak it in there? Well, it was Christmas time, and Ish, who created Company B, wanted to have a white Christmas. Ah. So he says, why don't we just get some wigs and put them on? And after we put them on, they were like, oh, my God, everybody just loves them. Don't take them off. So we didn't. So you just happened to get the one with the extra um, bump on the end? Hair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, really, they pulled it up and put it on top of my head, and it was pink. At the end. Ooh. Yeah, I remember it, being, it, has, it has some color in it. Come on, ombre. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> well, we're super excited to have your group back. Of course, not um, you're one of the original members, but uh, the other two uh, ladies that are with you now are not. Is that correct? Correct. They're singers, though. Yes. They, yes. Um, um, and you guys are touring. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, my God. We just got back from Fresno in California. Oh, Alex back with... Um, Freestyle Explosion. We did Fresno and Bakersville um, just last week. It was a sold-out show. We were really excited, you know. Um, we're going back to uh, Victorville, Victorville in California this weekend. This weekend, so, wow. Yeah, we're going back. <laughs> Five-hour flight. Yes. And uh, you're getting all these geeks in California. What's that about? Uh, well, you know... Um, Alan Beck does a lot of freestyle everywhere. I mean, we've done stuff in Tampa. We've done uh, okay. stuff in Miami with him. So he's one of the biggest, you know, um, freestyle. Um, yes, me. yes. You're, you're, these are freestyle collabor uh, collaborations with other artists. They're big events. But that is mm. is the epitome of freestyle. Is that song fascinated? It is just such a. It's so associated with that whole movement. You know, I, um, uh, Susan, tell me a little bit about the the genre of freestyle. I I have a hard time wrapping my mind around it, and you DJs probably know a lot more about it. But what what is the essence of freestyle? Freestyle is just feel good music, you know? When you hear it, you feel good. You say what you're feeling, what's on your mind. And 
that's what comes in the song and it makes everybody happy and they want to get up and dance and just feel good. Um, we have in the um, control room with me um, two distinguished DJs uh, here. Um, they DJ all over the world, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. tell, um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Phil B, and I've been DJing 30 years next year. I don't look that old, but I have been DJing 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and I used to, you, you may know this nightclub in London called Heaven. I had fake, Heaven. I used to have fake ID when I was like 16, 17, and I would sneak in there with fake ID, and I would, that was one of the first records I ever heard was Company Be Fascinated on the dance floor at Heaven, and everyone had a bottle of poppers and a plaid shirt. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the good old days, yes. It was, yeah. It was a very long time ago, but it was one of the first tracks I ever heard, and uh, so it stays, it stays with you. Well, I want to also add to, hi, I'm um, MC2, and I've been DJing for... It's yeah, it's thirty something. I'll spit it out. Oh, Come on. he beat me! I thought Whip I was the out. dinosaur oh in the room. God, no. But yeah, since uh, wait a minute, didn't you? Mike just got voted best DJ in San Francisco. Is that is that right? Wow. This year, two years in a row. Two years yeah. in a row. Congratulations! Congratulations! Oh, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. I'm the Susan Lucci of that. Of that, I've I've been nominated but never won it. You will, honey. You I will. hope so. Before it's I die. It's always great to be nominated. You know. Yes, always. ma'am. It is always good to be. Nominated. Always the bridesmaid. I just Never wanted to say, um, I, I really loved your music, and we were playing your tracks on the dance floor before Atlantic picked it up. So I was like, I really believed in, in like both of your tracks. It was like Jam on Me and Oh Yeah and Fascinated. And I like when I got them in the record pool, it was like, oh my god, I got to play this. And I like immediately out of the box, right from the record pool to the dance floor, they were like both immediate hits and like like my big hits for weekend crowds in Hawaii. So I like your it. music. Just One like of your original supporters, Susan. Like from there and, I, and you know what? I still have both of those from, what was it, like the summer? I have like both labels, but I have like the label yeah, you summer. were on before yeah, we Atlantic picked you up, hot. and I still have those in my yeah. collection all these years later. Oh. So it's still in my record collection. Yeah, we with Henry Stone back in the day. It was, a, it was a poignant, mo- that track was a poignant, sound moment mm-hmm. I think in dance music when Fascinated came mm-hmm. out there was nothing nothing really, sounded like nothing that. sounded like it it was like a new direction that mm-hmm. hook is infectious it's very melodic very infectious yes. and it was right from that like it was first notes you knew what it was yeah like, just like, Who, who's uh, Sarah, Susan who's responsible for that production is that uh, Ish Ish Ledesma and Charlotte McKinnon was the vocalist for that song and who created the, the who wrote the song Ish, like in like ten minutes they wrote the song. Oh, no way, really? Good lord, that that group of men are so freaking talented because they're also the guys responsible for the group Foxy. In remember yeah. that? Get right. off! Get off! Yeah, unbelievable. Well, how did you? That's how we got started. That's we start. We were backup for Ish when he left the group Foxy when he was getting started again. We were three backups for him. Was that your voice in the songs? Lucky number and uh, get off. Get off. Is that your voice that can be heard in there? No, no, no. Oh. We didn't. We weren't with that. It was after he, you know, had left the group in like the eighties. Mm. He was trying to come back by himself, and he wanted three dancers, so he hired mm. me and two other girls. Mm. And then he saw the recognition, how everybody loved us, and he says, "You know what? I'm just gonna do a girl group and put you out front." And that's how we became Company B. I love it. Wow. Now, where? What is your background? Where were you coming from at the time? Is this? Uh, were you based in Florida already? 
Yeah, I was from Jacksonville, and I moved yeah. to Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was 17, I moved here. Mm. And um, I met my girlfriend, Charlotte, who was also in the group, and she left the group before we got signed to Atlantic Records. Why did she leave the group so early? Uh, Just because. Conflict of interest. Oh, <laughs> conflict of interest. Oh, oh yeah. Bummer, bummer. And the other girl was Ish's wife, Lori. Oh, oh so that's also, cool. Yeah. yeah. It was very clever to it put the... Fun. We had a great time. That, the hook, the, the, to open with the hook, the, that infectious melodic mm-hmm. uh, keyboard, that was a very clever idea to open yes. with that. Because the very first thing you hear is the most infectious part mm-hmm. of the track. And so it's yeah, like a stand up. Well, jam, what's the other song you play? Jam on me. Jam, jam on, on that, me. That's amazing. Me, that yeah. is a funky song. That, that song should be re-released. Song. Yeah. That was the first song. A lot of people though thought it was the second song because they didn't hear it until after. After, after the other one after became. After the other one became, but it was the first yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. There was the yeah. first single. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of had a second coming, didn't it? Mm. Well, I really thought Full Circle was a strong release. Uh, Why do you think that didn't make it into Billboard's Hot 100? I'm not sure. I'm not... I don't know. You just never know what's going to make it these days. That's all. Yeah. 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 It's still considered one of the best. I mean, it was top five on Billboard Club Chart. Well, the Billboard, the Billboard um, thing is can be very political. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Bill, yeah. Phil's a Billboard reporter, actually. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm he knows. Billboard, I'm a Billboard, no, I mean, they, there is this no, thing I, of, there is this is thing of like, uh, you chart what you really play, you okay. know? Yeah. And it doesn't always happen. I should, I probably shouldn't say that, but it, I, I, I mean, you know how the music industry is. It's very scratch yeah. my back, scratch your back kind of thing. And, yes. and, uh, right. you know, so, I mean, certain things that should make it to a certain position on the chart don't. And so, and certain things, you know, that do shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, just, you just never know. It's very convoluted. So what is some of, um, company B's objectives and goals this year, 2017? Oh my gosh. Um, we have so many goals. We have um, we created our website where we sell our T-shirts, our hats. We have backpacks now that we're selling. Um, I'll take one of those wigs ones. with the bump, please. I'll take three. <laughs> I like to stack looking, them. We're looking for some new wigs right now. We're trying to find back to the '80s, but we're having a hard time finding those wigs. <laughs> oh, any any wig shop in San Francisco has. Yeah, them. just yeah. a look online here. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! We'll yeah, the, try the wig factory. Yep, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Factory. Yeah. Okay. And I've never worn a wig, and I know that they're there. <laughs> it's never, never too late, never. Phil. Oh, never. I haven't ever. Do you find, um, Susan, you have a large um, LGBTQ um, fan base? Well, you know what? We're older, so we're trying to get into the Facebook, the Instagram, we're trying to get people to like our pages now, so we're working to build that right now. That's why we have a show every Wednesday at 1.30 in the afternoon called Facebook Live with Company B, where we interview like DJs, we interview other freestyle artists, you know, mm-hmm. so we can get ourselves back out there in the scene. Oh, that's cool. Now, where can folks go to um, tune into that? On Facebook. I'm sorry. Just go to Facebook on on your page to tune in for to your show. Yeah, we're yeah. You can go to well, really, it's under my name, Susan Maria Gonzalez, because we're trying to build, you know, the Facebook for Company B right now. Mm-hmm. But we also post it to Company B after we do the video. 
Okay. Company B at the real Company B where we're at on Facebook. Oh, right. That's right. I had a little... It took a minute for me, too, to find your page. It's called The Real Company yeah, B. So, <laughs> so, so someone else is taking Company B? Some tech company. But I'm sure. Oh, gosh. It's company B at The Real Company B. Uh, okay. You hear that, folks, listening to us? Company B at The Real Company B, and you'll get right on it with mm-hmm. them as soon as you do that. Um, super. What, what else got going on this year? I mean, you're touring a lot. That must okay. take up a lot of time and... and is it exciting? Are you still feeling the fire after all these years? Well, when we went to Fresno, that really got us going again. I mean, we're um, getting ready to go in the studio to um, do a couple of remakes and some original stuff also. Cool. That's a that's a great move. You guys need new material and remixing some of the old stuff or the older classics, whatever. You, I think that's all good. I think there's yeah. an audience that are, are ready to consume anything you guys put out. Consume. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Was that a sample? I think Mary Wan. Oh, we didn't even introduce you. It's so rude of me. We yeah. have we have a local celebrity drag queen sitting with us. Go ahead, introduce yourself, honey. I'm just here for the bottle of poppers, girl. You said poppers in a plaid shirt. I'm like, where's she at though? We don't have poppers, but we have maximum oh, impact. God damn it! My name is Mary Wan, sweetheart. Pleasure. Yeah. Hi, Mary Hey, girl. <laughs> Do you like that name, Marijuana? It's marijuana, Mary, honey. Mary, Mary He's trying to clock you, girl. Here on the, you know, DEA gonna be busting down your door pretty next soon. <laughs> I, w- I tell you now, mine. If I had to choose a name, it would be Sue Ringe. Sue Ringe for the children in the back. Yes, yeah, okay. Sue Ringe. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, Susan. <laughs> she was just trying to test your reaction, kind of gauge it. Is that the okay. beginning of it? Because he said he never wore a wig before. See, so. Yeah, yeah. Seeing what I can get away with. <laughs> <laughs> so the freestyle's pretty big in California, evidently, huh? Oh my God, yes, it is humongous. I mean, they're doing stuff in San Jose, I think, uh, in June. Yes, come through. And, you know, he switches up the freestyle artist so he can have it different for, um, you know, the fans. So it's different people there at different times. Are you coming to San Francisco anytime? I would love, I love San Francisco. I would love to come, whether it be with um, Alan Beck or... We'll try to pass the word on we to should, some of. Yeah. We know some club managers and. Oh, owners. do we? Just yeah. a few. Just a few. Oh, you do. Oh God, you slept with all of them, sweetie. Um, <laughs> but not before you did. That's not no, true. I, no, I've never slept my slept for a gig. That's ever. not true. Well, uh, not my, for a gig, honey. Not just for recreation. A gig. No, just not for recreation. Anyways, the gig was part of God. it. But no, we. But ladies, then, ladies, <laughs> simmer down. But, but no, but no, there will be a great crowd. For Company B in San Francisco. Yep, Could you imagine? So. The, the point up. being, we're going to work on it for you on this end, honey, <laughs> Susan. Yeah, we'll try and get you a gig. Oh, we don't want any commission, just a wig. Well, only the one with the okay. bump. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a deal? Yeah, the one with the pink deal. bump. Um, Mike's like looking at me like, shut up, <laughs> Tweaker. What the hell did I just sign up for? <laughs> Did you have any questions for Susan from Company B? No, that, that's, I just wanted to um, just thank them for great music and thank yeah. them for, um, yeah. It's testimony to the power of the medium of music that, you know, um, it moves people in really big ways. Like those fascination, I was a really young DJ working for mobile DJ company, New Rochelle, New York. You know, we would do like people's private parties and I always played that song that was a must it was such a a danceable tune 
And it really, like, you really feel good. And now here we are talking to you. So people must come up to you and say thank you all the time. That's what I was thinking. I can't believe that I'm sitting here talking this to is, Company B. This is just amazing. They, they say thank you and can we get pictures? And we love our fans and we take pictures until the last person wants the picture. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I love it. And you know what? After the live feed on Wednesdays, we call one of the fans and talk to them. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. How did they like the show? So, yes. Yeah. They like that. That interaction is pretty crucial these days. Mm-hmm. I think personally, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it you know, really Facebook is. Facebook is, you yeah. know, you gotta interact with your fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's definitely uh, imperative, and and they like it. You know, it makes them feel like it's real, but it is real. Yeah, right. Like you're like you're like everybody else, normal person. Yeah, yeah. relatable. Yeah, good, that's a good, very good idea. Now, Susan, where are you based these days? I'm in, uh, I wanna, I'll just say Miami because I'm like borderline Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nice area. I was just there like Hollywood like a few months ago. Where's the spot at down in Miami? I, next time, I'm, I actually have relatives in Miami in by the zoo down there. Okay, the zoo. <laughs> you have relatives in the zoo? Uh, yeah, yes. she went there for me. <laughs> yes, it's a wild family. <laughs> Uh, I like Florida. I totally want to get back there more often. Um, do you guys have it going down um, on touring down in, in in Florida as well? Well, we have a couple of dates in June. We have uh, Boca Club Boca mm-hmm. in um, June. And uh, June uh, 17th, we're at Hunter's Nightclub. I, I don't know if you've ever Oh, yeah. We know Hunter's. Club. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah, uh, there. There's a big uh, event. It's called... Uh, Gay Pride, yeah, Gay Pride Week. Oh, that's a big event. Never heard of it. Who's who? Are you talking to in the background? <laughs> are you talking to your agent, your manager? Your manager, manager Gail. Oh, Gail. Hey, Gail! I've spoken to her. Hey, Gail. How are you? Is that Oprah's, Oprah's Gail? Gail? Yeah. Is that Oprah's Gail? <laughs> no, oh my not. God! What is she doing over there at your place? You can say she's Oprah. She's my Gail. Oh, she's your Gail. She's Susan's Gail. You don't want to piss Oprah off. No, but Gail was. Thank Gail for me. Very helpful in in connecting yeah. me with you. I really appreciate and it. Gay Pride is a good gig. Yes, Mama. Good grief, Mama. That's we're awesome. Very excited because we're going to be doing um, it's raining men. Oh, relevant oh. to my interests. We won't we won't tell Martha. No. <laughs> or Jeannie. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But uh, it's, right, Gay Pride is that? Which one is that? Fort Lauderdale? Did you say? Yes, Fort Lauderdale. That's a huge event. That's a big. Yeah, pride. that'll be. Yeah. That'll get the buzz going in our community about yeah. about. Once you do, once you do one pride, mm-hmm. then the in the next the door is open. They all want you. Yeah, kind of spreads. It really. Is. Yeah, we yeah. were speaking uh, to Kim Sims, uh, too blind to see it. She has new music coming out, and she did um, a Sacramento Gay Pride. Now yeah. she's being invited all over the place. Yeah, Word. <laughs> yeah, just the door gets yeah. the ball rolling. Did you guys ever cross paths with Kim Sims in your earlier days? I can't recall. You know, as I'm over uh, half a century, I can't remember something. Yeah. So I, I know. Too moment remembering. That's what happens, yeah. though. You get to, with me, I'm 51 this year, and I can't comment. remember shit. Or those gigs. Okay, it's all a big, after a while, it's a big blur. Yeah. Well, time goes so fast, but the future is now, Susan, and Company yeah. B is red hot, and they're touring all over the country, actually. So um, let's reiterate some of your upcoming gigs for our listening audience. Okay, um, we have this Saturday will be in Victorville, California. 
June 10th, we'll be at Club Boca in Boca, Florida. June 17th, Hunters in Fort Lauderdale. And we also have June 24th, which is a, um, a benefit for one of our friends, Sal Alvarez, who's from the Freestyle Era also, which has kidney cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's a benefit. They're going to have George Lamont, uh, Lime, Will to Power, The Nasty Boys, Marla G, Niasia, Ray, Ray, and um, a couple of other people I can't think of at this moment, but it's a big lineup over um, 10 acts are performing for mm-hmm. June 24th, and that's at Cafe Iguanas in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Awesome. A full schedule of touring dates. I love it. Um, and then, uh, is there any else, anything else our listeners should know about you and your group? Well, we're coming out with a fragrance also. A what? What, what is it? Yeah. What's the tentative title? Uh, well, we're asking for our, our fans to send in names. Oh, okay, fans. Company like. B's. And how would you describe the essence of your fragrance? Sassy? Right. Ooh. Now we have so many tubes to smell. Girl, <laughs> I need attitude. It's a blush combination of uh, floral arrangements with testosterone undertone. Yes. <laughs> what, that doesn't make any sense. Marijuana. She, don't Hormone, listen. She's high. Darling. You're high, honey. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, there was already pheromones. She's not high. She was born that way. Baby, I was born this way. <laughs> so you're in the testing. Yeah. We're just we're just prepping you for gay pride. Yeah, right. Just, you know that this is no, just a pre-runner. No, they're not. They're, 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 you guys are overboard. It's not. That, it's, <laughs> oh, it's never that bad. Oh, it's <laughs> a couple of queers standing around by the old watering hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So fragrance is coming out now. That's exciting to yeah. me. Somebody else. Was, uh, Sarah Dash is coming out with a possible fragrance from Labelle. Syndicated fish. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You get to that point as an artist where it is. Time for a fragrance that represents what you're all about, Phil. I'm coming out with one. It's called Fecundity. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, it is. You're right. That's yeah. exactly what yours is called, Phil. But um, I, like I can't wait to uh, to see this um, on, I guess it would be, the brand would be on your website and perhaps nationally or worldwide. Right. Yes, it will. Awesome. What What else you guys coming got coming down the pike? This is very exciting. Yes. We're working on a calendar. Oh, a Company B calendar. Yes. There you go. All right. Well, send one to House of Pride Radio. Can you put, can you <laughs> love put on that. the calendar naughty things that are happening in the calendar year? I think we're doing bear. No, you calendar. can you can write it in yourself. I'm sure there's oh. ample room. Oh my God. All right. Well, I we've got to be told of naughty things. We've got to save Susan from this. Yeah. Crazy we're, interview. We need to let the woman go to bed. <laughs> oh, it's late over there. I'm so sorry. Thank you for staying up with us. Is that a read? She's calling me twerk it. I love it. <laughs> she does twerk it. <laughs> it's Tweaka Turner, like Tina Turner, but Tweaka Turner. It's take it up a notch. Take it up, tweak it. I know, right? Your twin sister. Yeah. Wait, Susan's saying something, guys. Listen, listen, no, let Susan speak. Yeah. I just got braces on my bottom teeth at the age of 50. 
and I can't talk straight anymore. So, yes. <laughs> well, well the join the crowd, crowd honey. Yes, <laughs> we, we haven't spoken straight in years. Gaily forward. <laughs> <laughs> Phil in decades. <laughs> Why you gotta read a bitch uh, like that? I'm proud of it. I own it. <laughs> She's proud. Pride. Oh, <laughs> I'm not in denial. Oh, girl, bless. <laughs> um, well, let's let's do this. Can you um, let's do another interview? Let's keep us up to date on when things develop and are ready for yes. to come out. And Bloody well, get them here to San Francisco and show yeah. them a good oh, time. Oh yeah, we're gonna work on that for you. Yeah. We'll be in touch. Yeah, San Francisco, we'll be there and we'll come on the show. Yes, I can feel it happening. Yes. Awesome. Well, I can feel it. put it out there in the atmosphere. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Let's let a listening audience know again where they can go to keep up with all things Company B. That is going to be uh, a website. Is that right? Yes, our website is www.companybmusic.com. Okay. Well, you heard it here, and also you can follow them on social, on Facebook as at well. Facebook as at Company B at the Real Company B. Yes, awesome. not awesome. not the fake company B, the real deal. <laughs> There's only one company B, damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Susan Maria Gonzalez, thank you so much for your time and joining us here this evening on House of Pride Radio. We I've enjoyed it so much, you guys. Yes. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Well, we're going to talk to you again real soon, working on those San Francisco dates for you. Let's go out again with that amazing freestyle classic of yours, Fascinated. I purchased it today on iTunes, folks. Go right on over there and purchase it if you like it. Get it. (laughs) Everyone say goodbye to Susan from Company B. Bye, gorgeous. Bye, Susan. Bye. Bye. We got to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Here we got next shows coming on in. But what a fabulous show! What do you guys think? Did you have a good time, DJs and Mary? Yeah, (laughs) DJs and uh, Mary. I had a fabulous time. A wonderful time. 
My MC well, so did I. Are you MC2 or MC squared? Oh yeah, that's a good it question. It depends. If you're yeah. feeling like kind of hip hopish. Uh, well, no, it started as MC square, and then promoters just started putting a two, and then it right. Just evolved into They're like, "Fuck you! You don't deserve so the superscript." But it's like, "Hey, where's MC one?" <laughs> MC one. <laughs> I was sitting there being like, "Where is MC one?" I love it. Her? It's brilliant. It's so good to see you again. Good seeing you too. Bye, everyone. Okay. Bye, honey. Bye. Love, Bye. You. love you. Great Bye. To see you. Bye. Uh, Phil, my God, it's been so a long time since you've been sitting in that chair. It is. It's um. It's deja vu. Deja vu. It's deja vu. It's like I'm it's delighted a, to have you back. It's good to be back. Let me you. show you how much I'm so delighted. No. Oh, she got a oh. t- she got a boobs out. No, she's very excited. Um. Oh, that's no, a great shirt. I've actually missed. I've actually missed being here. I'm wearing a shirt that says, Cunt. I think you should repeat it. Oh, okay. What does it say here? It's, he's, you're wearing icy glitter in, of the earth. He says, In the new world order of cunts, one must be a cunt. Yes, because the new world order is just cuntitude, isn't it? Yes. And, and in order to get along, yeah, you know, to get, to get ahead, you have to be a cunt, but not really. A, a little cunt goes I'm a long way. I'm describing country country yeah. in this country you have to be a little country yes. marijuana what's next for you um uh, ginger snap is doing a show at emperor norton booze land <laughs> i'm telling her you laugh i just fucking love these names they are so you don't epic. know ginger snap they're so epic ginger snap is a peach well I'm she's a bitch so, but no, don't I'm tell caught, her i'm caught that. up in my world of djing yeah. and going on Your tour fancy pants international oh, you know like, yeah sitting on an, an economy in the middle of you know two heifers oh yeah. That sounds like my idea of a good time. No, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's hard to keep up with what's going on, and there's so much going on in these days. And, uh, yeah, you you come here and you hear all these names, and they're fucking epic. Let's see. Yeah, we got some good ones up you in here. You got some good names. Sure. Yeah. Miss Ginger Snap's been around for a moment. I won't say how long, because she'd kill me. She's been around for some time. But she makes uh, tips for all the girls. So you're going to be doing a benefit for her? Uh, not a benefit. Girl, I can pay. Oh, right. No, she's doing this thing up at Emperor Norton Booze Land, where, like, they, I guess Oh, they, I they, know. They, yeah. yeah, that used to be Deco Lounge. Thing. Yep, exactly. Deco Lounge spill. Remember that? Remember yeah, I do remember that. That do was a hot that. play. I love that place. The guy, guy who made me this t-shirt, Jason Husted, He's that was an emperor. Okay, he, there's so many over show. time. Yeah, he's been oh, on your Jason, show. Yes. Jason, yeah, Jason lives down the corner from here. Yeah, and he um, he made me this T-shirt. Fabulous! I love that T-shirt. Did you inspire it? Well, I was really um, just on one one night. Okay, and we were talking about the present state of affairs in the world and how everybody's just you know self entitled and treats everybody like they're an app. Yeah. Like the, you know, they forget that you're human. It sounds like I, you've been hanging around techies too long. That, yeah, I think so. And I, I said a couple of things like, you know, okay, you do understand that the app stops there. Yeah. I'm actually human, and no, I'm not oh. going to be there. Oh, in really? Not going to be. Oh, I mean, you, oh, you know, technology, but it's technology. It's, it's and funny. I, I was on my soapbox, and I said, you know, in this world of we all puns, use it. Yeah. But it's funny on the sidewalk when you know back in the day you would just walk on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and now yeah. you, like people are like walking into you because. They're yeah. submerged in their two-dimensional world. No, I have a friend a, that likes to bark uh, at uh, people. Like they, they go like real yeah, close and they go. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. There was there was this one woman. What kind of reaction is that? There was this one woman stopped in the doorway at the Westfield Mall. Oh, Jesus. texting, and I very, and I was spot. I was kind of polite. I said, "Excuse me, dear, are you in or out?" Oh. I did say, you know, and she said, fuck you. And I said, what? No. She did. She said, fuck you. And I said, no, fuck you for leaving the house wearing that outfit. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. And then she took her. out her pepper spray. No, she yeah. started crying and I quickly ran. Oh. 
Yes. Random and, dropkick. Well, not before murmuring out cunt on the way out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll call people cunt right. and then run. Slag off your cunt. Slag Can you, off you of cunt. Course, there we go. This is not a House of Pride slogan. <laughs> it's, it's a DJ oh, Phil B slogan. So whenever, whenever I'm on the show, I lower the tone. Yeah, well, you yeah. lower the brow. I do. I lower the bar. He a nice low hanger. Yeah, he pits guests against each other as no, well. No, I don't. <laughs> really? Well, only that, that one happened time. that one time. Even I heard I about that. In a good way, though. Yeah. Um, oh, well, we've got to wrap yeah. up the show. Do you guys want to tell us where you are performing and DJing? upcoming events yeah filming. you can find me in um, any restroom usually in the end stall I prefer um, Embarcadero with Cruz and Deleu no doubt yes my mama Cruz and I'm DJing at, um, the Eagle okay this, this Sunday. oh that's uh, hot the, 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 the Eagle yeah oh my god the cunt fuckery that goes on there yeah. is just epic but they're, they're actually fucking cunts at that point no uh, the, like, yeah. I think insertion. they're fucking something it's boy no, cunts any hole will do yes exactly any hole will do they're doing a new we're launching Equal a new tea dance at the Eagle and it's called Duh Tea. Oh, this is great because that's oh, exactly that, what San yeah. Francisco needs is that the kind of tea dance that brings back that yeah. flavor that we used yeah. to, all the guys used to get together. Like douche water. Yeah. Their yeah. shirts. And, so we're doing that. Yeah. I think it's Sunday, not Saturday. You have a little drool at the corner of your mouth there, Tweaky. A little spit up. Yeah, someone get her a tissue. Oh, she's men with I, I shirts think, and we're like, mm. I think it is. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Miss Juana. Uh-huh. <laughs> I drool on myself all the time. I mean, I do multiple things to myself. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a ton of like layers of cake on my face and oh really lip gloss and I'm like someone I can feel that, it I someone left that cake it. out in the rain yes and yeah. it's melting oh uh, no no I'm so, so, so eagle this weekend yes. and then I think next weekend or the weekend after is um, lookout Memorial Day recovery party at Lookout. Oh yeah, okay. yes, yeah. So it's always but, fun. Is it Sunday or Monday? It's a, it's a Monday, and I think it's um doing the Monday, and it's very much like an industry. Yeah, every, all every DJ is there, and mm-hmm. you know, it's people it's, are like, uh, eh, fuck it, let's go drink." Re- recovery? No, it's just get more shitted, really. Yeah, that's there. what I was gonna say. Yeah. The irony of recovery parties is it's very little recovery. It's not just involved. a recovery party; it's just get the this more fucked up. First, yeah. kind of like Marianne, double down. Where's your next event? Um, Ginger Snap this Saturday, Emperor Norton Booze Land at like ten o'clock, I oh, think. Next week. Weekend, um, Friday at Balançois with Cruzin de Lou, formerly mentioned. Yes. You might be good friends with Cruzin. Mate, yeah, They might have met up you know, already. Two t- toe have. tapping or something. I don't you know remember what people's I mean? faces. I do remember people's cocks. Yeah, and what about their holes? Well, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, they all have heads. Yeah, Mary's exactly. Ma- just different kinds. Mary's working more than me, it seems. Who, me? No, never. Yeah. I'm very bored. I just sit yeah. at home and Everyone loves thumbs. marijuana. Yeah, I especially love, in this fucking town. Jesus. I've always yeah. loved marijuana. Oh, she loves you too, honey. Now, now that she's legal, everyone invites her. You can take it above the board. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, wrap up the show. We got to go out. Um, folks, you need something to do tonight. I'm DJing with Sergio uh, at, at uh, Q Bar. Hey, Sergio. It's the Mojo Motown Soul Night. He's such a dear. I'm in you drag. love your Motown. And I you're love good my fucking yeah. yeah. Motown. Motown is the You tea, are very, though. very good. I take requests. So come on over. The drinks are real good. The, the bartenders are friendly. Yeah. And there's that photo Castro. booth that's cool in the back room. And our co host is uh, Hollywood, Texas. Oh, yeah. yes, I actually met her. She's nice. She's cool. She's a sweetheart. So it's a fun party right there in the Castro at Q Bar. Yeah. All right. See you there. Starts yeah, at nine. Yes. We're going to So here's what I thought. We'll close it out with, um, uh, we were talking to Company B, and yeah. um, the, the the gentleman that um, founded that group is this really talented dude. Producer-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. And he, I, I can't remember his last name, but 
Uh, it's Ish. Uh, people know him from Ish. Ish Ledesma, is that what they Yeah, it is Ish Ledesma. It is. Oh, See? my God. Oh. Yes. I pay and people, attention. People say that, you know, if they smoke you, they, it's hard to remember. Poppers reverse the process. Oh, okay. So you've balanced yourself <laughs> yes. out. Fabulous. Well, he also founded the group Foxy. Now, back in the day, that song rocked my world because it was so, like... New and it fresh sounding with that weird like it insert had, harmonica thing that he did with his voice. It had some hooks in it, didn't it? That really is like that. Ooh, ooh, get off. Yes, right, yeah. and there's a whole story behind that. By the way, we can get into that sometime. Maybe Next we can time, even yeah. interview him. That would be the, like a dream come yeah. true. If we could get true. him on the show, yeah. I mean, he's an iconic producer. He sure is. Let's go out with uh, their biggest hit, Foxy's biggest hit. You weren't even born, honey, but yeah. I remember this tune. That was great. Here it goes. Get off. Folks, we'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you for joining us on House of Pride Radio. Hope you guys had a good time. Get, Get off. Uh... Get off. Get, <laughs> Get off. out of my head. Jesus. Get off. Okay, Kylie. accepted Charlie as part of the family, but Charlie would run and hide when anyone came to visit. She was always as skittish as she was beautiful. Lila has been a friend of mine now for over 35 years. She is also a psychic and channels her own invisible source of information. I've learned long ago to trust her perceptions. Shortly after I brought Charlie home, Lila came over for coffee and conversation. Her psychic impression of Charlie was that she had been surprised to wake up, quote, wearing a real fur coat. Lila didn't elaborate, so I didn't know what to make of that strange remark. Lila is very careful not to interpret the information she receives, just to report it. She also said that she felt that Charlie ran and hid when anyone came to visit, not out of fear, but more because of embarrassment. Again, Lila didn't elaborate as to what Charlie might be embarrassed about, Later, however, Harold's voices explained in elaborate detail. Harold visits me every week for dinner and conversation. On one such visit, he interrupted me to say that his chorus of invisible greys had something to tell me. I stopped what I was doing and gave him my full attention. Usually, the greys only spoke through Harold in answer to our questions, but this time they were volunteering information. 
There was a pause as he listened to his voices. Finally, Harold said, Majestic is spying on you. I think I was a bit annoyed when I shot back. Of course they are. You already told me about the cameras and microphones in the apartment. No, they're saying that Majestic is spying on you through Charlie's eyes. Harold went on to explain that Charlie had been planted at the SPCA for me to adopt, and that Majestic was using her to psychically view through her eyes what she saw in my apartment. But that wasn't all that Harold's voices had to say. They went on to explain that Charlie and I had been together before, in another life. In a past incarnation, Charlie and I evidently had been engaged to be married when we were killed as we lay in our bed by a jealous lover. I was still trying to absorb this weird piece of information when it got even stranger. You suck at life. That's right. That's good. Yeah, that's it. At this time as a woman and then joined Majestic when she grew up. When she saw my photo and read my file, she recognized me as the focus of her insane jealousy, which still consumed her. She had herself assigned as the leader of the surveillance team that harasses me, and then, using technology stolen from the greys, captured Charlie's human soul and put it into the body of a kitten for me to adopt at the SBCA. Wow, what a story. I didn't know whether to believe it or not until Lila later confirmed it to be true and added her own little detail that seemed to me even more incredible. This woman, Lila said, wasn't really a human at all. Her body housed a fire sprite from the fifth dimension. Let me explain. String theory, the current model being used by theoretical physicists, postulates 11 dimensions of reality, each made up of an infinite number of universes. We exist in the third dimension because we perceive in three dimensions. Elementals on our plane of existence, such as water nymphs, woodland spirits, and fire sprites, yes, they are real, are semi-conscious energies well beneath sentient beings like us humans. Those that exist in the fifth dimension, however, are formidable spirits, especially to those who reside on planes of existence that are beneath them. Lila went on to say that this particular fire sprite wanted to experience life as a human. She was granted her wish, but became overwhelmed, though, by all the emotions that came with being human, especially jealousy. That's what motivated her to kill Charlie and me in a past life and to continue her vengeance in this one by harassing me as a majestic agent. What an incredible story. But there it was, told and independently confirmed by two real psychics who each channel their own unseen sources of information. I was born in Missouri. One should be skeptical of new information, but if it's later proven to be true, it has to be incorporated into that person's worldview. Still, it took a while for me to accept what Harold and Lila had told me. I must admit I felt a little uneasy being tied karmically to my cat. In my next podcast, I'll describe how I was able, with the help of my closest friends, to rid myself of that vengeful fire sprite. If you've noticed, I've been talking about Charlie in the past tense. That's because she's no longer with me. Harold tells me that she was taken by Majestic. They came into my apartment when I was away to do something with her, I don't know what. 
She ran in a panic, straight out my second story window. She was immediately scooped up, Harold said, quote, by men dressed in suits. Lila later said that she also felt that Charlie jumped out the window. When she was a kitten, Charlie had a chip installed as part of the SPCA adoption process so that she could be returned to me if she ever got lost, but no one ever called. That was months ago. Harold now says that she's been reborn as a baby girl. Perhaps she died of her injuries from the fall, or perhaps Majestic put her down, I don't know. The important thing is that her soul is now free to continue its journey through the reincarnation process as a human. There are other people in the